Dude, do you wipe front to back or back to front? Left to right. Yeah, that makes sense. Let me explain the logistics <laughs> behind that. If you go if you go bottom to top, you you might get it up your back. If you go top to bottom, you might get it on your undercarriage. If you go side to side, it's easy to clean the cheeks in the shower. <laughs> clean cheeks in the shower is the name of my bad band name. <laughs> We're talking about poop on the air. On the air, what is this, 1958? <laughs> See, on the air, we're talking about poop. See, yeah. Hey, babies. This is the Bad Bandmates Podcast with Nate and Josh. I'm Josh. And I'm Nate. So, uh... Today, I don't know, we're going to kind of squirrel a little bit, because that's what we always do, but we kind of wanted to talk about music videos. Now, are they important? Do you like them? Do you watch them? Have you ever made a music video? What's the process? Do you? What do you think about music videos, Josh? Do you have any uh, uh, music videos that stick out in your mind? The only videos that I can think of when I think of music videos are from when TRL was popular. See, I grew up in an era where MTV played music. Okay, they boomer. Don't do, they don't do that. Don't call me boomer. You're like fucking a year younger than me. Yeah, you're right. Nothing's better than waking up and, or not waking up, I guess, but getting home from school, turning on the TV, watching TRL, and seeing the top five videos. Fucking Limp Biscuit, Eminem, uh, I don't know, Avril Lavigne, probably. Blink-182, I'm sure. Let's roll it back to the. There's nothing better than waking up. Uh, let's be honest. Waking up is just not good. <laughs> so. Well, why the fuck would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> because. Because, man. Anyways. I'm going to cut that out. Yeah, you can cut that out. Yeah. Um, it's funny to be depressed. <laughs> oh, man. I got so much editing to do. Don't make I'm this sorry. hard on me. Okay, I won't make. That's what she said? Wait. <laughs> I don't think okay. she did. Well, she might have. It's right. 2020. Anyways. The okay. the video that sticks out most in my mind from when I was younger. Nookie, Limp Biscuit. Killer killer 90s video. Killer. It had everything you wanted. I don't think I've ever seen it. Could you kind of break it down? Dude. Okay, so I, I, I haven't watched it. I didn't prepare this for this episode. But what I remember is it's Fred Durst in this big, probably FUBU jacket. Because why wouldn't it be? Of baggy course. baggy pants. And not the kind of baggy pants that you see now where they're tight in the legs. They're fucking baggy. They're huge. Right? Yeah. Down past his ass with his red NY hat on backwards, of course. Always. And he's walking down the street and he's rapping and singing his jackets flopping open and closed and there's girls walking by and whatnot. And he looks like he's downtown New York. And then he shows up to play a show in a fucking alley between two buildings with hundreds of people and they're on this rickety ass stage just jamming and his guitar player's got this weird eyeliner on, but not emo eyeliner. It's some kind of new metal eyeliner. Fucking dope. Mm. And it's just, it's a killer video. Another one that stands out is Eminem's The Real Slim Shady. Great music Absolutely. video. Great video. Yeah. Great song. Great artist. That's my my growing mm. up on music videos. You don't like Eminem? 
I don't. I have a lot of opinions on it. I, I feel like people are... He's one of those artists that people always say, like, oh, well, you had to listen to Eminem in this era. And it's like, even if you go back to that era, it's like, eh, it's really not that great. But that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. We're talking about music videos. Let's write that down and let's debate Eminem one day. Dude, we're going to debate hard on that because I'm a fucking, <laughs> I'm a believer. And I hate Eminem. I hate, I hate Eminem. I don't understand how not, you are a human. Are you not, a robot? I am a robot. Will Smith, iRobot, 2001, probably. Well, anyway, my general thought on music videos, though, is I think that they're dead. I think they're totally useless now. Really? You need some kind of imagery when you put a song on Facebook, but you don't have to put any thought into it. You don't have to have this big, beautiful illustration. You can have... The big thing is lyric videos now. You can have a lyric video that is Microsoft fucking Paint. Just snapshots on your phone, and it'll be just as effective as something that you put time and money and energy into. So you think that the the visual element of like seeing the band and them portraying their story they want to tell isn't as important as just people listening to the music because people don't want to see the them or see their uh, narrative play out. They just want the music, or is well, that? Am I reading too much into that? No, that that's pretty much what I mean. I personally would like to see the music videos. I like them. I would I watch them. I wait for those and I like them and I watch them. But I don't think that it matters as much to people. I don't think they mm. care if you have a visually pleasing video or just three minutes of the lyrics or just some kind of image. I think that it'll get the same amount of hits. I guess I'm with you in the sense that I care about music videos still to this day. Uh, a good example is uh, a Thundercat. Thundercat just released a music video a- as of this recording called Dragon Ball Do-Rag. It's all about him wearing a Dragon Ball Z do-rag while he's making love. And yeah, um, I've seen it. Great video. It's a great video. And it's... it's stupid. It's really <laughs> stupid. It's absolutely stupid, but it, it really portrays the, the comedy of the not only the song but how thundercat clearly has like a really good sense of humor and i like seeing that because you you kind of like get to know these these people on uh and uh, who they are as a personality rather than just listening to their music and listening to their lyrics so which maybe is a different point do you think that comedy music lends itself more to music videos or is it just you'll you look forward to every music video from every band that you love 100% I think comedic musicians need music videos to be successful flight of the concords and tenacious d are good examples of that yeah I don't think that their music alone I would listen to it I think it's funny Mm -hmm. but I think that having a visual standpoint is that much more effective for them for bands like u2 or taylor swift sure they don't they don't need these big visual projects. They get them and they have them because they have the money for it. You just don't I don't think that kids have the capacity to take in two different forms of art anymore. I just don't I don't think that that's a thing. Or it's people a, in general, honestly, I think social media has wrecked that completely. Sure. Uh, that's well, that's a good point. I mean, I've never personally done any music videos for my band that I was in. But I always had visions and dreams of doing it. Now, I did have that 
kind of thought in the back of my head, like, does anyone care about this anymore? So, I mean, I know you and your previous bands have done music videos. So did you see like a spike in that track or did you notice any change or was it just kind of like you put all this work and effort into something that ultimately didn't help you succeed anymore? It's hard for me to really pinpoint on if they were successful or not. We had one video that we put out in a ba- in the band Average Mammals, and it was for a song called Let Loose. The video starts from video footage from when we were all kids to when we were teenagers playing music to when we were early 20s playing music or in L.A. recording an album, all the way up to when we were recording us playing that song live at uh, what used to be a venue in Virginia called the 2 a Tap House. Mm. That video hit really well. A lot of people liked it. They liked the visual representations. They liked seeing us as kids and see kind of where we grew up. And I mean, the, the, like the first clips are of me and the guitar player, Ryan, when we were really, really small, like three or four, walking around with fake guitars, just kind of dancing in circles. I'm wearing a cape. It's fucking dope. It's super cool. <laughs> I looked like a superhero at a very young age. That video hit really well. And then we recorded another one pretty shortly after, like a year after, and it was a thought-out video. We had an idea in our head, and it was kind of dumb. It was, the song was called High Quality, which we tracked with cell phones. The song is about how everything's really overproduced, and you put all this work and effort into a song, but nobody really gives it the care that you as an artist do. So let's record it with our cell phones. Fuck it. You know, you're going to give it the same amount of attention. Let's record a music video that's stupid and pointless. So we went to a laundromat and did our laundry. And it was, we had all the scenes planned out and it was, I feel like we did a pretty good job considering that we have zero budget other than the six bucks it took to do laundry. And that video got a quarter of the likes at the one before it. Mm. Now I don't, I can't speak for the consumers, but I'm not sure if it was that the song wasn't up to par for them or the video was boring, but we put more effort into that and a lot more time into that and editing into that than we did on the previous video that was just footage from us when we were kids. We also had another one that we shot where Duluth, Minnesota does this zombie pub crawl, right? We Mm. happened to play a show at a venue that night. So we incorporated getting the crowd of zombies, essentially, to shoot music music videos with us, or a music video with us, where they're chasing us and, and doing all this crazy shit, and we're running away, and then we all meet up at the stage and then start playing. Right. And that was kind of kind of the concept of it. That video got dick for views. Nobody liked it. And it's not it's not great. I mean, you could tell that it's cheesy, but that's kind of what made it cute, I thought. Yeah. And it was something that got our community involved in it. And Absolutely. no one really appreciated it. So again, from from my standpoint, I think that even for small bands, music videos are are less important. The less you put into it, the better because I don't think people are going to take away from it what you want them to take away from it. Hmm. We've we've done lyric videos that have way more views than anything else that we've spent time on, which sucks. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I mean, not that there's a hope for my band to do anything like that now because we're disbanded. But uh, yeah, I had I had a couple ideas for some of our songs. And they would have been really basic and they would have been really DIY, you know, sort of. We we literally hold better cameras in our pockets on a daily basis than mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they had back in like the 70s, 80s. 
that they were filming these music videos for on a right. on a high budget and things like that. So I feel like as far as accessibility wise if you have the extra time and and you want to put in the effort i feel like maybe from your standpoint yeah the smaller bands it it doesn't really matter even more so but i feel like accessibility wise it's kind of like a why not at this point you know it's uh it's something fun and it gets people to actually see like us as a band interacting in some sort of narrative that we've created that we think is goofy or funny or maybe serious depending on the kind of music you're doing and stuff like that and i feel like people maybe like to see your face because they like that aspect of maybe connecting with with you as a band. At least for me, that's that's how I always viewed music videos. Is just a, a connection to the band. I don't hold any band on a high pedestal or anything like that. Uh, because I, I feel like people, <laughs> I mean, uh, people can mess up and and do other things. But it's cool to see a band that you like doing their thing and and making something that's not only pleasing to your ears but could potentially be pleasing to your eyes as far as visual components go. Music is very single-based now, but it's so accessible to do it in different ways. Why would they want to sit through and actually focus on the visual art and the music behind it? They're only going to do one, I think. And I'm not saying that the population is dumb or anything. I'm just the general population. I'm just saying that it's so accessible now. Why would you do that? Mm. It's everywhere. Music is everywhere. Everything you want is at your fingertips. So why would you want to sit through that whole video and take all that in and take into consideration how much time a band put in? Because I got to tell you, making music videos sucks. (laughs) Sure. It is total shit. Nothing works the way you want it to work. The (laughs) scenes you think are going to be cool are usually garbage. Uh Everybody, at least in my opinion, my band, we end up arguing a little bit about what we want to do, or this is going to look stupid. That's going to look stupid. I don't want to do that. This is taking too long. How are you going to edit this? It never ends up the way you want it to. (laughs) i hate that (laughs) right yeah absolutely i but that's kind of like that's that's kind of goes into what i was talking about earlier where it's like it's kind of just an accessibility thing and i guess if you have the time you kind of are just like all right let's do it you know why not which like if you look at the video for for uh thundercat the dragon ball do-rag it's i don't know if this is the case but it's almost like they had an afternoon free and it was like sure they just sure. went around town and they talked to people they know and they were like look you got like an hour to just film this thing make sure we we kind of get all the shots we need and then we'll just compile it later and make you look good in it <laughs> you know it's <laughs> like it they they seemingly called in like not some favors but they just were like hey friend you know do you want to just help film a music video just kind of hang out for a little bit and and that's that's kind of the whole beauty of music videos nowadays i feel like is where uh it can have a high budget you can have a vision you can have a whole thing that you want to do but you could also just kind of make it what you want to make it and uh, another good example is uh belmont the song overstepping where they clearly shot the actual playing portions of the music just in one of their backyards. Uh, <laughs> and and then the rest of it is them just like driving in a van. 
just kind of dicking around a little bit. You get to kind of see this visual element of people that you look up to as a musician and then, well, what do they look like when they're playing this track or something to that effect. And there are certain bands I feel like it works better than others where especially if they're like weaving together a story or like a concept where you can actually see the visual elements play out in real time. But for the most part, yeah, it's it's something I, I really appreciate. And again, even if it is very DIY, it's kind of a fun thing that I really appreciate. And I feel like more people should if you if you don't already. If you had to pick one artist who you thought was the most creative with music videos, who would it be? Michael Jackson. Uh, you have to say Michael Jackson. Sure. As much as uh, I don't condone the actions of his life and things like that, Thriller is maybe the best music video that's ever been created. I would say that it's the best. Yeah. The thing is, is that he's he's just, he was such a perfectionist in his music. I can't imagine that it didn't spill over into his visual elements. They always had such a rich story to tell along with the music. And, and I mean, Thriller is the perfect example of a of a music video that is three times longer than the song, but, (laughs) but it keeps you captivated because it's, it's almost like a short one episode of a TV series on Netflix or something like that. Or like a short film. Yeah, absolutely. Essentially. Yeah. If you had to pick a current artist, who would it be? Current artist. That's really tough off the, off the cuff. Do you have one? at hand ready to go i i have one that i think i agree with you all time michael jackson far and away absolutely best music videos uh if i had to pick one currently i think that my favorite my most creative that i've seen and definitely on a budget would be prof i think that rapper from minneapolis every video he puts out is when it needs to be serious he's very good at it when it needs to be silly and goofy he's really good at it and he portrays what i think that he wants people to take out of his music very well in his visual art and the way that he does it with he he doesn't have a lot of money i'm sure he's not a fucking millionaire (laughs) i just don't i don't i don't think he is but the way that he portrays it on the budget that he's on is really nice another band would be motion city soundtrack i think that their music videos all slay pretty well for the time that they were in that's early 2000s and then prof is now i think that everything he puts out is glorious sure and to even touch base on prof's music videos it it was kind of fun to see because he filmed this video called criminal uh in like a church and they kind of needed like one last little shot or something like that and i remember him just being on his instagram being like we don't have permission to do this but we're doing it anyways we're we're gonna be like filming like I'm live live Instagramming all this stuff. And I just remember being like, they're just doing it until someone says, no, you can't. It's like, okay, I love that sort of filmed on a budget feel. But like, if you watch the music video, it's really well done. It's uh, very, just visually, it's it's appealing and it fits the tone of the music like you were saying and that's that's again something that i just really appreciate about music videos that can really capture the tone of their music and yeah i agree prof prof does do a really great job displaying a modern day 
artist that's really creative with their stuff. And Bar Breaker was another prof song that just absolutely music video killed it. It was all like a a GoPro sort of front-facing camera just on him kind of the whole time. And he's just going through different scenes where it's all chaotic. And he's in a van at one point with his previous DJ that used to go on tour with him. And he, his DJ's mm-hmm. like having sex with a woman and then he jumps <laughs> he jumps out of the on top of a vehicle from a bridge into water that's the creativity that i don't think people notice is like that video he didn't it wasn't chopped and edited like he had to get the take right yeah pretty much start to finish otherwise the video didn't work so all the timing had to be perfect right i, I mean that's that's amazing to me Right. It's yeah, it's there's so much going on and there's so much stuff in the background that is attention to detail was paid to and yeah, that's that's the stuff that I like it. And maybe that's the thing where it's like music videos nowadays they can be sort of stale and maybe they don't mean that much, but when something stands out, it really stands out. So I think that maybe that can be a pretty helpful thing for up-and-coming artists to kind of boost up your creativity. And and who knows, maybe maybe something will hit, maybe it'll go viral, maybe people be able to see you because of something that you did that was outlandish and, and wild. Or maybe you'll spend a couple hundred hours editing and it'll all be for just a couple hundred views. But honestly, to me... I really appreciate music videos and I feel like people should appreciate them more because it's it's your favorite artists or the people that you're kind of interested in putting more effort in where they didn't really have to. And I, I think that it it just it makes the art that much better, at least for me. So I think that means it's time to move into the uh, bad band names as a section of our show where Josh and I come up with a bad band name, the genre of music, first album and first single, and uh, we try and make it ridiculous, but uh, Josh, do you uh, do you have one uh, locked and loaded right now, a bad band name? Yeah, I have one that I wanted to share with you that my wife actually, I want to say, helped me think of. Oh, okay. The band name... Is pube on my steak? Nope. <laughs> pube, pube on my steak. Cube as in with a C or? Nope. Pube. Oh, as okay. In well, P U B E. I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to get out of that conversation. That's my okay. choice. Pube. On... <laughs> that is your choice. Um, get over it. So, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of genre is? Uh, I'm just not even going to say the name anymore. What kind of genre? I don't know if this is a genre, but it's basically jungle music. Okay. Does that make sense? So all of the no, instruments but yeah. are... Okay, well, they they don't use normal instruments. This is a scene out of Tarzan. Disney's Tarzan. <clears throat> I knew you were going to go to Tarzan, but it's more along the lines of the Jungle Book. Okay. Yeah, I see where that could be derived. Yeah. So there are there are djembes, there are bongos, there are rain sticks, that kind of shit. <laughs> okay. But again, it's comedic. How 
where's the comedy? <laughs> well, they're okay. It's jungle music, but that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about popular culture. Mm. It's sort of like a spoof band. You remember how Blink One Eighty Two had the music videos making fun of Ninety Eight Degrees and Britney Spears? Yeah, Pube on my steak does that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Pube on my it. steak does that verbally. <laughs> Alright, the first album by Pube on My Steak is Butterscotch. Okay. And off of Butterscotch, their hit single is Plant Killing Man. Plant Killing. Alright, so we're settled on Pube on My Steak. Let's move on to yours, Nate. Yeah, so my my bad band name is uh, Prophetic Thoughts, but Thoughts is spelled T-H-O-T-S. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're uh, <laughs> they're spoken word, spoken word group. They're very serious. So as opposed to your uh, your joke band, <laughs> prophetic thoughts is extremely serious spoken word group. What's the content? The content. <laughs> I think you just have to hear it to believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Their first album is called Trenchcoat in Summertime. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The first single off of that is called I'm Not Sweating, You Are. (laughs) (laughs) Aggressive like that. So, so that's prophetic thoughts. T h o t s. I really like those two bands. I think they were going on tour together at one point, but obviously, pube on my steak is the opener. Yeah, you're right. That's the opener before the but, opener. But prophetic thoughts uses some of the bongos to accentuate some of their spoken word passages. So sure, yeah, as you would, right? Exactly. Does everybody? Um... Yeah, their shows are pretty snappy. Snap heavy is the. Uh, that's a subgenre that prophetic thoughts is is a part of. <laughs> snap, they invented that. I'm, snap I'm heavy. Yeah, they did. So, anyways, that has been uh, bad band names, and this has been bad band mates. But before we leave, every other week we do an album swap between Josh and I. And uh, we got one that's a real zinger for y'all next <laughs> next week, I guess. I don't know. I didn't like that. You didn't like the zinger? No. Well, too bad. Keep it in. It's going to be a zinger. So uh, what I gave Josh was an album by a band called Balance and Composure. And the album is called The Things We Think We're Missing. And I gave Nate an album called The Season by a band named All Get Out. And uh, just FYI, if this part sounds different than the other parts, it's because we fucked up and we had to go back in and re-record what the mini-episode is. (laughs) We're dum-dums, okay? It was me. (laughs) Josh Josh is a dum-dum. I guess.